Welcome to Shot Callers, and I'm your host, Dennis Postema, and we are glad that you are joining us here on Motivation and Success TV. And today I have a very special guest, Edwina Murphy-Drumer. And Edwina, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Dennis. So Edwina, let me, let me go over this bio a little bit. A wisdom curator, interviewer, author, vision building mentor, and transformational coach. That's pretty impressive. I've never heard of a wisdom curator and I thought about it. I'm like, that's a perfect definition for you because you just, you gather all this wisdom and you go out and these, you do these awesome interviews and that's what we're here to talk about today. So you have a, a brand new book that's out and I have it here, The Phenomenal Feminine Entrepreneurs. Yeah. So uh, let's talk about it. Um, I'd love to. <laughs> But welcome to the show. And I know we're on different time zones. So hopefully everybody gets tons out of this. So um, let's talk about how did you get to this point? What made you decide to write a book and, and gather all these lovely ladies? Well, I was actually inspired um, by Oprah, interestingly. So I've got a couple of her books that sit on my coffee table and I've got this beautiful ritual every morning. My husband lovingly makes me my coffee and I sit and I try not to be on my phone first thing. I love to pick up a book and she has her um, wisdom, uh, uh, what's it called? Her Soul Sunday, now I've just lost the, the name of it, um, Soul Sunday interviews, but she created a book and she's pulled little quotes and things out of all her interviews and I would just open it to a different page and read different things from these amazing humans all across the globe and it's always it's I always find it fascinating whenever you do that whenever I do that it's like how did the universe know that I needed to read that today or right now and it's always that experience and so I thought I've got you know over a hundred interviews sitting in my inbox why don't I create something like this? Because often we'll listen to an interview and we'll hear something and then an hour later, it's like, what did they say? And you've kind of lost it. You don't necessarily make time to go back and listen again. But if you pick up a book and you can just open it to a page and read a quote or pull something out of it, it just adds that richer experience to to connecting with another human and learning, you know, what they've got to say. So that's what I did with my latest series. Um, I've interviewed 20 women and then got them all to answer 20 questions. 20 somehow, it, didn't, it wasn't intentional, but somehow it's come out as the magic number. There's 20 questions, 20 women over 20 days. And I think it's something to do with 2020 vision. There you go. <laughs> what I'm pulling away from it but um yeah so that's the way it's that's the way it's unfolded and now you know because I've asked the speakers all the same questions the reader gets to go okay so if today I'm struggling with imposter syndrome or feeling vulnerable or what is my why or um you know any of the, the questions that are in there they can go open the book and go, okay, so this is how they think about it. And it just starts to plant those seeds of different ways of, of seeing things in our minds. Yeah. 
and that's i will say this is first of all this is probably the most phenomenal put together book that i've ever seen and it, and it goes good with the title because it is just so beautifully done and and i'm an author myself and i'm completely jealous that you put together such a good book um i'm gonna have to help you uh you know design mine and whatnot next time but the way well, I'll, I'll interrupt you because I can't I can't take credit for that. I've got a most beautiful designer and I'm I'm reluctant to share her too much more because I know I'm going to, you know, fill up her calendar and she won't be available for me next hey, time. There you go. Well, so if anybody needs a designer, they can go through you to schedule it. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's perfect. Well, it is it is beautifully done and and not just not only the design, but the structural work of it. And the way you ask the questions, and like you said, to be able to pick it up and read an individual author and go through it, it's just so powerful. I love yeah. the way it's done and the, and the way you did it. So I got to give you kudos there. And um, so, so we talk about vision, 2020 vision, and mm -hmm. what kind of role does vision boards and whatnot have in what you're doing? It's huge. And I it was a little bit sort of incidental how it came about or accidental maybe because it was something that I've I've done for a while but I didn't particularly realize the power of it until I started um, talking to other people about it and their experience and realized that people were really hungry to learn this stuff. My background um, is in naturopathy and functional nutrition and that's where I poured my thousands of dollars into education and what I thought I was going to be doing in the world. But what I came to realize was that there is a huge gap for people between knowing what they want and actually implementing it. So in the naturopathic space, if somebody comes in and they, they're struggling with their health <clears throat> and, you know, we can su subscribe um, herbs and more exercise and more sleep and eating better and all these things and it's it feels exciting and it's like oh my gosh that feels great and off you go and you might do it for a day or two or three or a week and then the wheels fall off and i think we can apply this to just about any area of our life and one of the most um powerful examples that i use my audience is 99.9% women, but I think everyone can relate to this analogy of planning a wedding. And, you know, if once you get married and you start thinking about the wedding, we plan every detail. We know what we're going to wear. We know what we're going to eat, who we're going to be surrounded by, what car we're going to drive in, where we're going to be. We even anticipate how we're going to feel. And then we create this vision. So some people will create a physical vision board or, you know, it might be on Pinterest or something. You've got this really vivid vision of that day that you want to bring to life. Right. And then we set about, it's clear, we set about bringing that day into reality. And we do this for one day. And my thing is, well, why don't we do this for our whole lives? We know how we want to feel, how we want to dress, the woman that or man that we want to be in the world on that day. Why not apply it to our whole lives? So once we have that vision, it fills the gap between 
we know what we want and actually making it happen. Because if you have it front and center and you can't forget about it, it literally pulls you up, it pulls you forward. Um, and so that's, you know, that's why now I went from teaching people about nutrition and food and improving their health to teaching vision because it's the gap. We are not short on information and knowledge. It is at Google, you know, we have, we're almost, um, creating this gorging, you know, people taking more and more and more information and knowledge, but they're not doing anything with it. And so I would do these interview series and I've done quite a lot now. People would get to the end and I know they're all inspired and worked up and it's like, awesome. And then they, you know, I can support them to create a vision, but then it goes up on the wall. And if you don't have the support and accountability to bring that vision to life, then it gets forgotten about. I'm going to do it later. I'll start again on Monday. What you know, we all we all do it, yeah. um, and so that's where the coaching comes in to bring the vision to life and the transformation. So I I, I probably went off on a bit of a tangent. I get excited about these things, oh. <laughs> no, but no. you know, if that gives a picture of of the process, we know what we want. You've got to create an amazing vision, and then you've got to get the support and accountability to bring that vision to life. I think, well, first of all, it's like the old saying, I forget who said it, knowledge isn't, isn't power unless it's put into action. Oh, yeah. And, and so otherwise we'd all be the ideal weight and whatnot and be yeah. in perfect health because everybody yeah. knows what they're supposed to do. But that yeah. is literally, I'm glad you went off on the tangent because that is the best explanation of a vision board yeah. and that I've ever heard. So oh. that is amazing. That is, um, <laughs> If anybody has ever questioned a vision board, I am definitely using that analogy because yeah. that's perfect. And every, yeah. at least most women have always done that for their wedding. Yeah. And that's it. That's exactly what we need to do in our careers, in our path yeah. and getting that feeling. Like you said, yeah. um, I love visions. I love, I've always been a visionary person, you know, not, I, I love journaling and whatnot, but vision is, I've always had vision and yeah. that is such a powerful way of putting it. I, I so yes, again, that's I, I'm glad you went off on a tangent. I think that's awesome. Well, I think the the other way that is you know really works for people to understand this is, you know, the kids that tend to do well in school are the kids that have a clear picture of what they want to do at the other end. And for myself, I had no idea. And so I just I actually did really poorly at school. I did get through just. <laughs> just 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 by the skin of my teeth but um i you know i couldn't do maths i couldn't do science none of it made sense it was just abstract kind of information that was thrown at me and i couldn't ever really um, grasp why i would want to learn it or how to learn it and it wasn't until i set my heart on becoming a naturopath that i had to do chemistry and biology and sciences and maths and it's actually um an advanced science diploma and so you know it was when i got there and i could apply it to something and i had that vision of being a naturopath that it, all the pieces started to fall into place and i think that you know for people that go to university or in some sort of higher education or TAFE or whatever it is you've got a vision of whether you want to be a plumber or a builder or an electrician or a teacher or a, you know whatever it is you've got that vision that pulls you forward through doing the learning and the hard yards to get there 
But I think we get to this place beyond that, you know, for my audience, it's mums, we can get, you know, lose ourselves in the role of parenthood or whatever that is. And then we lose that vision. You know, we kind of know we want different things. We know we don't feel particularly happy in our life, but we don't have that clear goal that we're working towards. Um, and I think that's where vision can really come into play. Mm. That's, yeah, that's a, and that's another very good explanation of it. That's, I, I love it because so many people are up in the air now about vision yeah. boards and how they work. And I love, I love the effect it's always had on me. I think it, you have to put the emotion into it. Like you said, you can't just, you can't just look at it. You have to really picture yourself in that moment. I think that's very good explanation. So, so talk to me about your why you're very big on that. Talk to me about how important it is knowing your why and whatnot. Yeah. Well, I think if, you know, it almost falls into vision again, but <clears throat> I think we can um, go through life ticking boxes. It's like, you know, you, you leave school and then maybe you do higher education and then you get married and you buy a house and you go to work and we can get lost in this life that's sort of the things that we should do. It's ticking the boxes. Right. And if we don't take the time to stop and really think about why we're doing it, why we want to, rather than we just should, right. it's very right. easy to yeah, it's very easy just to get lost in that, you know, sort of hamster wheel of reactionary living. Whereas if you get really clear on why you're doing something, whether that's why you want to lose weight, why you want to change careers, why you want to have a relationship that's 110 out of 100 rather than just 40 out of 100. You know, what? what is the really driving why behind what you do what you do? Um, I think a classic example is, you know, we hear a lot about having a fantastic morning routine and it can right. go on the should list or we should meditate or we should exercise or we should, you know, like this should list. Right. But if you don't have that clear clear vision or clear idea of why you're doing something it's never going to stick the wheels just fall off and it becomes something that you just beat yourself up about doing and it's hard to become a habit at that point when it's yeah. not when you don't have an actual purpose of it being big enough so i totally get that yeah, yeah. so i think if people can really get take the time to stop and think about why they want to do something. Why do you want to nurture your friendships? Because you think you should or because, and you get to answer that for yourself. Right. Um, and I, you know, I think that it, once we do this, once you get it clear, and I would really, really encourage people to actually write it down and get clear on your why for the entrepreneurs in this space. It's like, why are you doing what you're doing? Um, I know for me, I look around and it's really about um, leaving a legacy for my kids, providing a life that I feel very, very proud of right. and leaving a legacy for my kids. I want to leave a you know, secure financial legacy for my kids. I want them to look back on their mum and for my grandkids to look back on me and go, my grandma or my nana or my mom, she this. And that makes me feel, you know, like I've I've left a 
a print on the planet behind yeah. when I leave. And that's important to me. There's no right or wrong or good or bad. You've got to, people have got to work out what that is for themselves right. and get clear on it, be passionate enough about it that it'll pull you forward when things feel kind of tough because they do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're going to get, yeah, absolutely. They're going to get tough. Yeah. What, kind, what kind of advice do you have for entrepreneurs in that aspect of finding their why? Do you have any quick tips that may help them that you found really work? Yeah, I actually learned a little trick from Dean Graziosi for people that know him. And it is about why do you asking yourself why you want to do that seven times. For some reason, it seems to be a bit of a magic number and it works really well if you do it with somebody else. So seven just start deep. with, yeah. sorry, have seven you heard that? Deep. Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. It's possible. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Didn't mean to interrupt. Yeah. So, um, yeah, if you, oh, my dog's just sneezing. <laughs> so if you, um, if you do it with somebody else and it's, you know, whether it's, I want to lose weight or I want to start a business or I want to, you know, get to a million dollars or whatever, I want to be in a relationship, whatever the why is, whatever the thing that you're thinking about, it's like, ask somebody else to work with you and say so why do you want that and just keep asking just keep asking i apologize my dog's just decided to have me it's okay i have five at home that's the reason i'm at the <laughs> studio doing it right now because i you i wouldn't be able to i'm sure you heard when we talked before so i yeah. love that you say that i do that with all my coaching clients and i yeah. think that is probably there is not another more powerful stepping process in doing that to yeah. me I thought I knew what my why was until I did yeah. that with somebody. And I was like, oh my gosh. So yeah. I could not believe when you dig those layers away and yeah. find out what the real purpose is, it's almost yeah. scary, but so yeah. eye-opening in such a yeah. manner that I, I can't explain it. I So I'm glad you yeah. said that. It's funny you say that because um, I'm a big believer as well. So yeah, yeah. Um, so Talk to me about this. You're one of the most authentic people that I know. So talk to me about the role of like vulnerability and creating connections with your audience that you found powerful. I think vulnerability is, um, it's, a, it's a topic that we get to thank Brene Brown for really shining a spotlight on. But I think, you know, we've really moved away from the idea that the people that we're learning from, our teachers, our mentors, our coaches, our guides, get to be perfect in all things all the time. Because right. that perfection is not only paralyzing for the person that's trying to achieve it, right. but it's, it's inauthentic and it leaves a barrier for people in feeling like they're ever enough it gives you the sense of i can never achieve that it's that perfect instagram wall that we look at and think oh my gosh that life looks amazing but what's going on behind the scenes is actually a completely different picture for everybody for all of us and so i think we've moved into this space now where real conversations with real people about um, what it takes to grow a business, what it takes to have a mindset that um, supports you to have a successful business, to have a successful relationship, to have a successful, um, you know, health, you know, do well in your health, all these things, none of it is perfect all the time. So when we can share, gosh, you know what, this is this is what went wrong for me and this is how I dealt with it and this is where I'm going with it. 
it may not be something that serves that person right in that moment, but I'm sure, Dennis, that you can remember a time when you've gone through something and your memory remembers somebody else having gone through something similar and it gives you a sense of support. It gives you a sense of not being isolated and the only one who's been through something. I know when I did, you know, one of the most powerful moments for me in learning this was when I did my first interview series, which was a League of Extraordinary Mothers in 2018. My eldest sister died very unexpectedly when I was right in the middle of doing that show. And I had about two and a half thousand people that were waiting on me every day to show up and deliver content. And I had no choice but to be very real with them. And the support that came back was amazing. And it was really, I don't know how I would have gotten through that experience, honestly, without this support of these women who were just so gracious in, um, in their support of me. And I think it really um, concreted our relationship. You know, I didn't personally know 99% of those women. But I think what came from that is that when something goes really pear shaped for them in their lives, which it does for all of us, they can look back on that experience and think about how it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to, um, to show up when things aren't perfect and to feel a bit rough and to, um, struggle with crying when you don't feel like you, you know, you should be doing that in front of a hundred, you know, 2000 people. Um, it's okay. And we're all real and we're all going through difficult situations, particularly at the moment, you know, I'm sitting here at home because we're in lockdown again. Yes. <laughs> I think it's our eighth lockdown here in Victoria and Australia. Um, and we, you know, I've got kids homeschooling, I've got, you know, the wheels falling off all around me with different people and supporting things and the house isn't always perfect. And my audience gets to see that and know that and also gets to know that we can continue to show up in a way that is real and authentic and um, be of support. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the awesomest thing that we can deliver to our clients because yeah. They, they, they see they, for years, they always saw the other side of the fence and everybody became a CEO or wanted to become a CEO or an entrepreneur and do all these things. And for, I always try to, to, to get people past the learning curve and let them understand all the hard times. And that's the point of our television network and everything we do. This magazine is to let you know that it's, it's not always easy. It's going to be hard. It's the, it's the perseverance that you get through. And, and that's, I love authenticity and vulnerability. It's gotten me way further than than pretending that it's all sunshine and rainbows on the entrepreneur side. So um, it's, not. it's not. And the reality is that we don't get to just hide and disappear and lick our wounds. I mean, right. maybe for, for a short amount of time, but life would fall apart if we just did that. So we get to continue showing up, accept the support and encouragement that we get from our tribe and our audience. And of course, it's that beautiful reciprocity. We can then give that back when our clients need us or when our audience need us um, as well. So, you know, it's that human connection. It's a magic thing if we allow it to happen. Yeah. And I, and I always tell everybody, look, I'm a 19 year overnight success. So it takes a while. It's not, it's not a walk in the park. It takes a lot of work. Yes, you can yep. work 
smarter, but you got to have those mentors and whatnot. And uh, yeah. so you being a mentor, tell me a little bit about what is feminine leadership? Well, I think we've, we've just been talking about it this whole time. And it really is about letting go of the idea of, of perfection and everything being perfect all the time. It's also letting go of the idea that we always know better. I think, you know, the old paradigm of leadership was that I'm the authority and you do what I say. Now it's like, here's my suggestion. I've got some ideas. I've got some experience. Here's what I get to bring to the table. What do you think? What do you feel? What do you need? As opposed to here's what you need. It's like, what do you need? And it's a, it, it is now becoming a more inclusive environment. I think um, we certainly get to look to leaders because they've taken a few steps ahead of us, whatever, in whatever area that is. But I think true feminine leadership and we talk about feminine and masculine energy. So for the men listening to this, absolutely feminine leadership is part of being a man as well. Um, but we get to really stand shoulder to shoulder with people as opposed to I'm up here and you're down there. Yeah, I would say to all the men out there, if you don't respect the feminine leadership, you're in trouble because like our network is powerful women all the way around. I tread lightly. A lot of powerful women. So uh, it's awesome. And, and you can learn so much. And I love the shoulder to shoulder. Yeah, I love that. Um, so now you're a great, great interviewer and um, someone really to watch for interviewing. Talk to me about how you built your business and how networking comes from doing that. Well, I, you know, in full transparency, <clears throat> my interviewing career started because I always, you know, like um, imposter syndrome was alive and well. And, you know, I think it, it still raises its head. It's not like it's disappeared. It is that feeling of, am I actually good enough? Do I know enough? And it started, as I mentioned before, with my passion in um, alternative medicine and um, nutrition. And I'd done years of study and I know a lot, but I always had this feeling of I don't know enough. And so to get past that, I thought, well, what I can do, because I really wanted to get this message out in the world, is interview other people that I saw as amazing experts. And I'm a good interviewer because I genuinely love people and I love learning and I love looking to other people for the information that they have. So I just sit and listen. It's like, oh gosh, you know, it feels like such a privilege to be connected yes. to these incredible humans. Um, and you so, get to learn yeah. all day. Yeah, it's, it's probably one of the most rewarding things all on its own yeah. because you're hearing it firsthand. So I couldn't yeah. agree more. Yeah. So, yeah. What, what do you, how does this all work into the role of coaching in your community? Well, you know, I think it's, it is that idea of I, um, as a wisdom curator, I came up with that term <laughs> for want it. of a better word, because I pull in the wisdom of amazing humans from all across, across the globe on a particular subject. And then, um, I, I talk about planting the seeds of possibility into the hearts and minds of people because through listening to stories, we really get to get a picture of what has worked for other people. What are they doing? And I'm very clear, the people that I interview are people that live what they teach. So I'm not so interested in somebody that's 
been to uni or been to college and they've just kind of learnt a heap of information from a book and um, then they go and you know try and apply it to somebody else i want to talk to people who live what they teach they've learned through life experience and that's not dismissing higher education at all but it's just you've got to have lived through something i think to teach it powerfully then when we share that story it plants those seeds of possibility into other people so that's sort of step one step two i then support people to create this amazing vision that is going to stretch them beyond what they ever believed was possible for them it's like that fairy tale wedding <laughs> or you know whatever it might be for somebody they create this incredible vision that just excites the heck out of them to consider themselves living in that life. That's step two. And then step three is the how. That's where I've done lots of training in leadership and you know all sorts of other things where I get to support people to provide the support and accountability to actually bring that vision to life. So that's where the, um, the coaching comes in because we can download all this information. People have all the knowledge but what's in the gap between turning that knowledge into the life that they want to be living is the support and accountability to do it. Yeah, absolutely. And that's probably, there's a piece of advice in there that's one of the best that I agree with. And, and that's finding somebody who walks the walk and they go out there and they've done it and they and you see yeah. all, the, all the things that they've been through. And again, not that higher education doesn't help, but it's somebody who's went through and, and, and taken out that home equity loan yeah. to pay their, to pay payroll or whatever it may be and walk through those steps. Yes. I couldn't agree more. That's uh, so many learning experiences there. Yeah. So we got all sorts of exciting things coming up. You're going to, you got a t television uh, show that's going to be on our network. We're very excited about that. We've got all sorts of people that we're going to be talking to about the book. You have to pick this up. This is probably the nicest book I've ever seen in my entire life. In fact, I know it is the nicest book I've ever seen in my entire life. So much effort into it. What we're, what are we going to do today for everybody? Are we going to give them a free copy of the book? Is that what they're going to be able to do is get a download yeah, of this? Absolutely. They can get a digital copy of the book to download and um, have a read through experience. It looks, you know, like beautiful, whether you're on your phone, an iPad, on a desktop, whatever. It just, it's been so beautifully put together that, you know, my, my whole thing is... Um, I wanted to create something that was a visual delight. I'm a vision person. So it had to be a visual delight and a big piece of who I am. I used to actually be a flower farmer. That's another, I've had lots of careers. Okay. <laughs> so for people, um, for people that start to, you know, look at my work and what I do, it's always going to be full of flowers and gifts from mother nature, whether it's, you know, fabulous food or fresh flowers. Yeah. So I love that, it because I love pictures too. So that yeah. works out really great for me. Beautifully <laughs> imagery, pictures. How do how do they get a hold of you, Edwina, if they want to? Well, um, as as it is for all of us right now, it's so easy to find us. I'm on Instagram and Facebook, and I've got a very clunky old website that hopefully is going to be redone. My beautiful designer that did my book is going to do my website soon. So, um, yeah. Edwina, Edwina MD. It's um, it's easy to find me. And also, we will have a homepage for you on our site at motivationsuccess.com, so you'll be able to catch you there. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. I appreciate Thank your you. knowledge. I hope to have you again on the show. Thank you so much, Edwina.
Thank you so much, Dennis. It's been an absolute pleasure. All right. And everybody else, have a great day and thank you for tuning in. Bye now.